Hello, loreheads, and welcome to The League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. And today we're talking about the Loose Cannon Jinx, who was released October 10th, 2013. Oh, man. <laughs> Goddamn. I forgot she's so fucking old. <laughs> I know. I mean, she's like, she's so central to the game now, even well before Arcane, that... I can't remember a time before Jinx, even though I remember her release, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 I feel like a lot of the times when champions get released, I always mentally tie their release to which office slash part of the office player support was in at that given time, because <laughs> we moved around so much. It's like your memory palace, but it's just riot offices. <laughs> <laughs> right. In case you're wondering, mm-hmm. this was the non-dedicated ride office you know mm. before we had our own campus yeah. but after we had been moved to our dedicated player support area right so mm-hmm. yeah okay. that was a good area <laughs> that's a good area we had an ice cream machine for 25 cents that was like a really i just want to say when y'all got that new office that was like a highlight was the ice cream machine i remember that being a big deal it was a deal. selling point yeah it was a selling point <laughs> speaking of big deals jinx's release I think it was such a big deal. Like, they really, really, like, advertised it, I guess, in a way, the way they do. Yeah, this was the first, like, I remember they, you know, one of the things that they used to do was every now and then they would have kind of a show and tell where all the teams would get to show what they were working on and, you know, set up in a room and you just kind of go around the whole office seeing what all the teams are working on. And this was, like... Jinx's music video was the first time we had done a music mm. video like this mm-hmm. for a champion release. And it was kind of a it was a big experiment. They're like, this could fail horribly, <laughs> but let's give it a shot. And I remember seeing it and being like, damn, this is this is we're we're looking into the future right now. This is gonna be champion releases moving forward. This is so fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, kind of like a, a watershed moment, I guess you would say, right? Because I mean, yeah. that video has a, I don't know how many views it has now, but I mean, I think I, I know At people. He's twenty, yeah, right? Yeah, like people who don't play League <laughs> see that shit, right? And it's it's it really kind of planted the flag too for like Riot's music department, right? Like yeah. in the minds of players yeah. and, and just the general audience i guess it's it's really interesting to kind of look at it mm-hmm. you know john's checking the the views now 110 million yeah views. right yeah yeah <laughs> Fucking it's nuts. really good still too like i feel it like it's up still so well it holds up for sure i really still like it and i watch it like i just kind of watch it sometimes i would say like yearly or bi-yearly i have watched that video since it was released because yeah, it's for just sure. that good yeah and since yeah. I watch so many reaction YouTubers, I see that shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing that happened with Arcane is that they were advertising it a lot by having like Jinx graffiti things and stuff like that, right? And they did that with Jinx's release even with, you know, all these years ago now. Uh, didn't she like uh, graffiti the Riot page, like the website? Yeah, and yeah. I also have her, uh, I alluded to this a little bit in the Discord but Jinx rewrote Vi's bio on yeah. the Riot website, <laughs> which would technically be the shortest bio. <laughs> all right, what was her bio for Vi? All right, her her bio for Vi was, first of all, she, she also rewrote all of her champion abilities. Um, so it changed her, it changed her name to Fat Hands. 
her location from Piltover to Lametover, <laughs> and her abilities to wussy vest, fail train, love taps, insufficient force, and police brutality. Yeah. And she changed her bio to, and this is all written in alternate caps, mm. Vi stands for stupid, running all over town with silly hat lady. Vi couldn't solve a crime if a criminal snuck up behind her and shot her in the head. I mean, turned herself in. <laughs> Wait, what was I saying? Oh yeah, Vi doesn't get it. Rules are meant to be broken. Like buildings. Or people. I'll be back soon enough. No one dies screaming without me. <laughs> it was really funny how much they, they like, they so heavily were like, Jinx is obsessed with Vi, and then they're like, mm, who knows why? <laughs> <laughs> right. It was a mystery that I think was solved in 40 minutes. I 40 say. seconds, maybe. Uh, I think so good. What's funny is like I was looking around the wiki and I think Ghost Crawler it was had like tweeted out like, oh, yeah, they're they're sisters. I, I mean to say, I think they're <laughs> sisters. And the narrative team that has something different to say. And everyone's like, what the fuck are you t-? like? Come on, man. Like, come on. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> We're not that's so good. Uh. <laughs> I, I don't know why they tried to hide it anyway. I but yeah, know. anyway, um, on the universe page, Vi, uh, Vi oh my god, <laughs> sorry Jinx, Fat she hands. would really be mad at me. Uh, Jinx has quite a bit, although she has so much more outside of the universe page. She has her bio, the Get Jinx video, the comic uh, Ziggs and Jinx Paint the Town, which we talked a little bit with Heimerdinger, even though he's in like six panels, but Heimerdinger had like literally nothing else going on, so we talked about this Jinx comic <laughs> instead. Uh, and then she has a short story called Wedding Crasher. Starring Vince Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and Owen Wilson. <laughs> oh, man. So let me do a poster. <laughs> yeah. Do you, uh, do you want to be the first one to do your champion impression after that gem? Oh. Uh. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> is that my punishment? <laughs> All part of the plan I just made up. That's one of my favorite lines of hers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she got like, um, smile. It's called gunplay. Oh, that's a good one, too. And I actually wrote down the one from the bit that she put in the, oh, the Vi thing. Yeah. <laughs> Rules are made to be broken, like buildings or people. <laughs> I also liked, um, you think I'm crazy? You should see my sister. Whoever that Again. is. Okay, yeah, whoever, <laughs> whoever, that, whoever is. that is. Could be anybody. <laughs> Maybe it's Victor. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let's get into Jinx's bio, even though we all know Jinx's backstory better than anyone now because of Arcane. <laughs> yeah. But luckily, none of that's covered in the bio, so we good. <laughs> yeah. Although there is debate now if it's canon. I didn't realize. I thought it was canon, Arcane. I mean, I, I thought it was just declared canon. I don't know. I haven't. I know it's. I know someone referenced that Riot confirmed it wasn't canon. Mm. I have not seen this mm. anywhere, so I don't, I'm going to need some receipts on that. Mm. Okay. I mean, Jinx is what they do have in her bio could very well fit into Arcane. So uh, Jinx is known to have once been an innocent Zonite child. Uh, innocent-ish, as we know. <laughs> no one knows why she jumped up to Piltover to cause destruction, but we do now 
Uh, Jinx is described as pranking Piltover more than anything. <laughs> she just kind of wants Got to... Got you, bro. <laughs> yeah, she wants to bring the city to a halt. Uh, really no mention of murder at all. She's like the Joker if the Joker was like a 10-year-old, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> just a rea- just If the Joker was a YouTuber. Oh, yeah. God. It, like, if the Joker was a YouTube prank person. Blowing up the council yeah. prank gone wrong. <laughs> gone violent. <laughs> Let's make believe slime what happens today. next. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, okay, so at first her pranks were blamed on chem punk gangs from Zon, so Jinx started showing up on all her pranks so she can get the credit. Over time, she started to target Vi specifically, or Enforcer Vi, as they call her, which is really hard to read. I, like, understand that she pairs up with Caitlyn, but I don't like thinking of her as an Enforcer, <laughs> officially, because <laughs> that just seems so fucked up. Uh, but anyway, one day she paints some mean Vi graffiti along with a note that she plans to rob the vaults. Vi and Caitlin go to the vault the next day, the, or the day of the planned heist, but Jinx has already been delivered there by sneaking into a crate that was just put inside the vault. So chaos ensues and Jinx gets away. Her bio just kind of ends with Jinx and her obsession with Vi being a mystery, <laughs> which lasted, again, 40 seconds. I hope someday we find out what right. this mysterious connection is between <laughs> Jinx and Vi. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I love that she's referred to as the Merry Mischief Maker. <laughs> okay. I, I really kind of genuinely hope that season two Arcane Jinx kind of becomes just like a prankster. Is that weird? No, I don't not know. at all. I think... I think Okay, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, the, about the central question we're going to grapple with, especially in, with, like, all this, is, like, can we reconcile Arcane Jinx with this Jinx? Because I think right now there's a, there's still a little bit of a gap that needs to be filled. Like, maybe in, um, when she's, like, messing around with Chuck, right? That's about the, the level that this Jinx is on. But yeah, right. yeah. by the end of season one, things are a lot more, like, dark and depressing and tragic and shit, which I love. Yes. Yes. Um, but, and let's be yeah. clear, his name is not Chuck. It's Theorem. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chuck. Chuck but Chuck's like, doing if, a great if, job. If, if this Jinx was in Arcane, like all the little firefly bugs that blew up would have like splattered them with paint. Yeah. And right. not killed them. <laughs> right? Like, so here's my theory on the connection between the two. Okay. Or, or how, how we bridge the divide. I think a lot of what Jinx was doing was under Silco's kind of direct orders. And Silco had a very brutal kind of do what we got to do to get the job done that included a lot of murder. Uh, now that she's not working directly for Silco, and she's obviously not going to be working for Savika, <laughs> there was not that link there. I think once the once the whole council job is done, <laughs> um, <laughs> my my guess is that all she needs to do is kind of get to a what does it even matter mindset which it kind of seemed like she was sinking into at the end of arcane Mm -hmm. and then like once you have that it's a very quick jump into the joker like world is a joke and i'm gonna have the last laugh mindset Mm -hmm. um so like i i can see that connection being made like kind of a hit on the councils like a mischief managed type moment (laughs) and uh now i'm gonna do what i want sure yeah, I think that's, yeah. that could absolutely work. And and I agree kind of with what you're saying, Rebecca, that I hope by the end of, of two, uh, or season two, that is, we kind of hit this point and then we can kind of flow into this. And that's, you know, kind of to the point of is arcane canon. It's like, I 
I kind of hope that it is, and they can just kind of massage things in an appropriate way. Like, they yeah. don't have to line up perfectly, just enough so that it mm-hmm. doesn't feel super different, like, in terms yeah. of, like, two characters yeah. almost, you know? We don't really get it here, but in the um, the short story, Wedding Crasher, starring Vince Vaughn, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we really see that, like, she's not fucking with Piltover just for funsies. Like, she genuinely is, like, mad that they're rich and have everything and these kids are running around and they've never starved or suffered like she makes a point of like noticing that which is really important to her character and it's not in her bio which i think it should be that a lot of what she's doing is because she's so angry and she has a right to be angry i mean and vi i think is angry about the same stuff but is approaching it differently (laughs) sure right and i think in in old lore too to kind of jump to there like a lot of it was like there was a lot unknown about jinx in general like you didn't actually know that she was from zon okay there was a lot of speculation around there oh that's funny yeah (laughs) she was another mysterious figure i yeah i do have a quote specifically (laughs) from her old lore (laughs) do you want to drop it (laughs) Though the young woman's origins were a mystery, <laughs> some saw traces of Piltover Hextech in her firearms, while others described the street fashions of Zahn in her dress. Nobody knows where she comes from. Yeah. <laughs> Born from the first breath of <laughs> Jinx. Uh, well, wasn't there some speculation, because, you know, she's kind of got, there was a known connection with her and Vi, obviously, but also a little bit between her and Echo, and wasn't there kind of the suspicion that maybe like roman numerals had something to do with it because like jinx has an x thing kind of going on and vi's obviously got v and i and echo on his little bat has a 12 in the the hilt of it i had no idea yeah Yeah, i think that would i definitely think that was something that was probably originally intended yeah and then they kind of dropped it because i know even when jinx is in in when she vandalized all the riot pages she didn't sign it jinx she signed it x everywhere yes oh yeah. okay yeah so huh but yeah i think they kind of you like, uh, well uh, x is kind of that's the last that's the last letter of her name we don't have to dig much <laughs> deeper than that yeah. just yeah. let that bit go yeah that's i fine. i think the the suspicion was like maybe they had been a group of people who had been like tampered with or, or had some because doesn't vie in the at least old lore have like amnesia too and can't remember what the hell's happened to her oh my god really (laughs) yeah well you know whatever but yeah it was funny reading this seeing like the attempts to keep any sort of secrecy about their relationship and between jinx and bi it's like god bless bless their heart they're they're trying (laughs) i think it was the first thing i learned about jinx (laughs) i wasn't really playing the game then you know but i was around y'all and it was just instantly like, oh, yeah, that's Vi's little sister or sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing I like about the bio, too, is they make a reference to the exotic animals from Count May's Menagerie, which are most likely oh. the ones that we see in the Get Jinxed music video when she's riding the, you know, the rhinoceros and their baboons free everywhere. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's neat. You know something else they make reference to in here? Not to like any thing we've seen, but I wish we could see as they talk about how because she's so good and constantly befuddling the enforcers that like a bunch of satirical plays 
have come out kind of like lampooning <laughs> the wardens and there's a bunch of new like colloquialisms that people have started using around town and i want to see examples of those i want to see a stage play making fun of vi and caitlin and piltover right that would be great i would love that yeah uh, yeah uh so to I mean, t- to hop into the old lore a little bit, they-, they actually haven't changed a whole lot, but it was clearly updated in 2019 with the idea that Arcane was coming out soon. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was updated that late. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so the only things that really changed was the whole mysterious origin part, which they kind of <laughs> dropped in yeah. the new lore. Uh, it's also less focused on kind of making an example of Piltover and more just causing chaos. Um, she's described as having a manic and impulsive criminal. She despises nothing more than boredom and gleefully brings her own volatile brand of pandemonium to the one place she finds the dullest, Piltover. Mm. Hmm. Um, and the only other thing is they kept the treasury heist, which is in the current lore, they did change. Uh, instead of having her smuggled inside like she currently is, it was just a normal robbery. She was just robbing it. And then so Vi catches her, crashes through all the walls of the bank to apprehend her. And then in the vault, Jinx fires a rocket and brings the entire bank down on top of both of them. Uh, and then when Vi finally crawls out of the ruins, the battered enforcer finds no traces of Jinx. Adding insult to injury, not a single ounce of gold had been taken from the ruined vault. Instead, the criminal left a parting message to her favorite officer of the law, a challenge only now visible through the gaping opening in Piltover's skyline. The lights of the city spelled out a simple taunt. You'll never catch me. As Vi read the message, she heard the distant laughter of her new nemesis and the city plunged into utter darkness. <laughs> Which okay. may also be from the music video. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, a scene where she's like turning around and then all the lights turn off as she's walking away. Oh uh, yeah, interesting, huh? Hmm. I don't know. I kind of like. I kind of like that. The idea of her not stealing anything and and doing a big showy yeah. thing. That's kind of fun. That will be fun I to like keep. That, yeah. And I know in both of them they mentioned that she had drawn a picture of Vi in the yes. vault. Did I have you... a picture of that picture. <laughs> it's, it's not that bad. Actually, it's very Scott Pilgrim. It is very Scott Pilgrim. We'll post. And what we'll post the... it on Twitter in the Discord. But it's very cute. What was the name she called her? That hands. hands. Oh, no. in the, oh, oh, in the. the uh, it was. Oh yeah. Uh, I forget. Yeah. That was the that was the one colloquialism example they gave. Oh, right? pretty in pink. I think was it. Pretty in pink. Yeah. Which doesn't that really seems... strike as a co- a colloquial like. I want, how do you use that in a sentence? I was thinking that if I read it. I was like, I want to hear more, because that one wasn't great. Yeah. <laughs> Try again. Yeah. Maybe it's one hard Mogan. to think of them. I do like, there's a line in here about where they don't, I think it's when they, before they kind of realize that it's actually Jinx doing all this stuff, and they kind of like dismiss these rumors of this Zonite with a rocket launcher and a minigun. It's like, after all, how could a lowly street punk possibly obtain such lethal ordinance? Eh, it's kind of funny in light of Arcane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. So who wants to hop into uh, Wedding Crashers? Just wedding Crashers. Crashers. See? <laughs> See? <laughs> it's Wedding Crasher. It's The Wedding Crasher. Thank you. The Wedding Crasher. Uh, Written by Graham McNeil. Yeah. He did the bio, too. I saw he got credited on the wiki anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I can do it. Uh, I have the notes for it. So... Jinx has disguised herself in a petty, as a petticoated pilty, uh, and she is crashing a rich count's daughter's wedding. 
Uh, and so she's amongst all the well-to-do guests and she's just kind of meandering and causing a little bits of mischief, like, you know, taking champagne flutes and spilling it on the guests and then setting them down in front of people to be stepped on and, you know, belching out notes to a song that she's kind of writing in her head and just kind of generally, (laughs) you know, being a little chaotic, uh, and she goes over to this lavish buffet. And like you said, Rebecca, there's kind of little moments in her head where she's thinking about how, you know, she's surrounded by children who never once had to worry about anything and enough food on this buffet to feed a hundred Zon families for a month, right? And mm-hmm. she takes out uh, a punch ladle and scoops out a hole of the cake and crams three grenades in it, uh, <laughs> drops a grenade in the punch bowl, puts two in other dishes, one in a bowl of soup, and uses the last to replace the, the apple in a, you know, a suckling pig. And she, there's like wardens who are kind of like keeping an eye on the place and they sort of realize what's happening. And she then kind of drops her disguise, hops up on the table and shoots the pig grenade. And it kind of kickstarts a food fight type reaction. So people are just getting pelted with like searing hot soup and, you know, bits of pork and things like that. And, you know, she manages to escape. Um, it talks about her getting away on a vehicle known as a, a ring runner, which I think, is that like the thing that we see in like the enemy music video? It sounds right, kind of like, like it. it- it, it, if there's any description of a vehicle that matches that, it has it to be ring. I don't remember that vehicle. I was picturing like, like Echo this... and Vi were, or Echo and Jinx were driving by the enforcers, and Echo flips them off in the music video. I, it basically just looks remember. like a circle that they're sitting in the middle of and driving. Oh, I was thinking like a cyclone from uh, Borderlands. It's exactly 3. like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. I, I'm not played through. Yeah, they yet. have little vehicles like that. Cool. I gotta play that. They're cool. But, yeah, they're fun. They're real zippy. Yeah. They are zippy. <laughs> yeah. Don't have great handling, but... Maybe you don't. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. That's the end of it. She gets away, you know, off mm-hmm. into the night. Party to die for. Yeah, I um, I liked this, actually, like, more than I thought I was going to. I mean, this is pretty common, is we just see, like, a little bit of what a champion uh, does that they described in the bio. But, but like I said, we get more about a why Jinx hates Piltover in this. And I think it's really important. Right. Yeah. yeah, there's a couple things. Like, Mark, you mentioned the whole, uh, you know, Jinx skipped merrily over every bright square as she made her way to a table heaped with enough food to feed a 100 families in Zon for a month. And she's got another bit that says, uh, you know, she uh, hex lumens fitted with rotating zoetropes and oddly angled lenses projected spectral dancers onto the floor that pirouetted and spun to the delight of laughing children who'd never known a moment of hunger, pain, or loss. Like, you can definitely tell that this story is from the perspective of a Zonite. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, it reminded me a lot of the Hunger Games when Katniss yeah. first gets to the capital and people are like, she, she starved her whole life and people are eating so much and then making themselves throw up so they can eat more Mm. that's kind of what it reminded me of yeah exactly interesting uh i think my only complaint with this story is that you don't you hear a lot of you know the voice within jinx's head which is good she doesn't have a lot of direct quotes Mm -mm. and a lot of her direct quotes are just direct in-game quotes of hers. Yes. Like, yeah. The first time I heard it, I was like, oh, cool. Okay, yeah, yeah. I and like her quote. Just... And then the second time, I was like, oh, okay. It's a little much now. It's, it was like seeing Imagine Dragons in Arcane. You were yeah. like, all right. Yeah. It immediately overstayed its welcome. Yeah, I, I would agree with that for sure. Uh, which is a shame, because I really like this story apart from that. Like you said, it yeah. it carries her voice pretty well. For the mo- like, It's nice to have those little snippets of like maybe the kind of core of anger to her because it also there's a lot of just like oh these people are fucking boring like she just wants to talk about like shaking yeah. them awake and, and things like that and, oh this is fucking dull you know and it's nice to have it kind of dip in and out of that 
And in general, I right. think that the like the way it's describing the this party, I could picture it super well in my head. I you know really mm-hmm. good job of just putting the setting together, so you can kind of picture what she's doing through all of it. And I thought that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Did I you- think Graham McNeil's pretty. From the stories we've read of him, he's he's pretty good at that. That seems to be like a a specialty of his. He's very good at that that universe building type, bringing you to the spot. Yes. Writing. Yeah. Yeah. But I found it wasn't like a overloaded or heavy. It's pretty quick. It's like a quick story for sure. Yeah. And I've definitely been to parties like that. Have you ever been to like this most this like self indulgent, boring <laughs> party where you're like, I am not with my people right now. <laughs> and just like Jinx, I immediately gravitate towards the buffet table. <laughs> exactly. Me too. I do that at any party though, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I did like the, 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 the quote that started it that made me like, oh, nice, she said it, was when she said, uh, sorry, I accidentally did that on purpose, <laughs> which not only is an in-game quote, but it's also an arcane quote when she blew up that building with all the enforcers in it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Man, damn. I remember that. <laughs> they really liked that they line. They really liked that line for her. <laughs> I, I set this building on fire accidentally on purpose. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn, son. Nice. Now, I have her, uh, I've got a few of her launch stuff here, too. Mm -hmm. So she's also in Mayhem Everywhere You Look, which is her her launch, I guess, like, mini page or mini site that they set up for her. It's basically just a journal entry from Vi describing Jinx and her crimes. Uh, It has a few gems in it, including, no one knows who she is or where she (laughs) came from. (laughs) And then your mother, and <laughs> she came from your the old mother. baby maker. <laughs> Another quote from Vi here: "It doesn't matter what she wants. I don't care what her sob story is. I'm going to put her away for a long, long time. And before I do, I promise you, I'm going to wipe that stupid grin off her face, which seems surprisingly callous, given that she now knows what the sob story is. Well, <laughs> I don't think they're keeping this in. Yeah, yeah, yeah no." <laughs> Uh, it doesn't sound like Vi at all. Yeah. We also see a wanted poster with her list of crimes on it, including <clears throat> oh, okay. murder, unprovoked assault, disturbing the peace, public indecency, murder again, <laughs> unauthorized property recoloration, unflattering impersonation of an officer, Reckless explosive detonation, destruction of the peace, <laughs> really petty larceny, exorbitant weapon si- weapon size, some more murders, inciting mass hysteria, making fun of the peace, <laughs> aggravated jaywalking, and forging official wanted posters. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. So they are. They do say that she commits murder. I guess in the league lore. Yeah. But it's like really like detached. It's like eh, you can assume yeah, yeah. She's, she put mm-hmm. like seven grenades in a buffet. Someone probably died, right? But yeah, it's, but you know that's not the point. I was uh, wondering. I was like, is jaywalking going to be the last thing? And I was glad that it wasn't. The 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 wanted <laughs> the foraging wanted poster thing is a nice little capper that's on good. that. Yeah, nice little cherry on top. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and then she had her ex was here bit. She also. Um, I mean, she shows up in the Bombs Attribute short story by Abigail Harvey, which is a Ziggs short story. Uh, Basically, this was just a story where Ziggs is trying to adjust to life in Zahn uh, by finding something great to blow up. And Jinx told him that Zahn was full of whiz-bang potential. Hmm. 
Uh, so he's looking for that whiz bang potential. And then when he does actually find an explosives factory to blow up, uh, there are a bunch of punks nearby that are kind of laughing at him. Aww. And he he basically, well, he warns them to get away. He's like, oh, no, you should get out of here. It's about to explode. And they laugh at him. And he briefly debates letting them stick around and just get blown up by the building, which he says, that's what Jinx would do. Uh, but then he also thinks to himself, oh, yeah, Jinx is a psychopath <laughs> and saves them. <laughs> I didn't realize they paired up Jinx and Ziggs twice. Yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense. If Z- I, don't, I never knew where Ziggs was from, but if he's uh, in that area, it makes sense that they would have a kinship. Yeah. yeah. Like- I think it's a really fun pairing. You know, you know what would be fun is if in, like, season two of Arcane, they kind of dropped the, the other foot on the, uh, the whole Yordles being, like, a mm. persecuted thing. And then have Z- like Ziggs with Jinx could be a really good way of kind of tempering her because um, he's you know even in the the comic they kind of treat, he's like the closest thing to a conscious that she she has you know so mm-hmm. um, maybe pairing them up like I, th- I think it's just a fun pairing and then trying to use that to kind of temper her a bit could be a fun thing to do too like he's someone who would also yeah. be kind of broken and cast down into Zon maybe has to hide but not in the way that Soko is you know kind of turn her towards a <laughs> slightly less murderous path i don't know yeah yeah because he you know he understands her love of blowing things up but also maybe make sure that the building's empty yeah yeah <laughs> that's kind of where he's at. <laughs> yeah uh and the last bit of story she's in and this is this is arcane specific oh wow was the council archives okay right you went through all these yeah right and the 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 last week of the council archives unlocked a bunch of it was basically a journal um, that Jinx had kept. It seems from the point before she was taken by Silco to after the point she was taken by Silco. So um, there's a there's a few pages there. No, it's it's a it's a fun little supplement thing. I like this the most of the because they have them for like Caitlin and Jace and and I think Phi too. And this is the only one that I really liked because this one's like I don't know. It's doing something a little more different than just like oh here's some documents to have like you know little personal missives or something. Everything it's it's, it's a nice little get in her head type thing. So that's uh, I think that's all. Is that all we got for those the... are the short stories? We've got yeah. the paint the town comic. We've talked about that quite a bit already. This we is did. the one we that's... did skip the Jinx part specifically because we were like, "There's too <laughs> I, much to talk about." Let's talk I'll about say the Hammer part. We said we were gonna skip the Jinx part specifically. We a hundred percent did. Yeah, not. yeah, <laughs> that's true. But I have more. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> sure. Yeah. This is written by Anthony Birch, mm-hmm. right? Who's a writer of Borderlands Two, which we did talk about. It's why it's so funny. Again, if you didn't listen to the Heimer episode, if you've never read this, it's genuinely really funny. It's very good. Yeah, it's fucking great. Uh, the mm-hmm. quick synopsis is just Ziggs and Heimer running a business in Piltover. Ziggs is uh, Heimer's mentee, and Heimer has invented glamours to disguise themselves so they don't scare the Piltovans. And then one day, Ziggs runs away and meets Jinx. They are kindred spirits and have a great night of blowing stuff up until Jinx wants to blow up a building full of people, and Ziggs tries to stop her. He mostly succeeds, he stalls until the people are out, and then she blows it up, but it breaks his glamour, and the wardens try to arrest her and Ziggs. Um, Ziggs sees Heimer in the crowd, tries to get him to vouch for him, but he's like, nah, I don't know who that is. And then Jinx escapes with Ziggs to Zahn, where they live happily ever after. <laughs> yeah, relatively. Yeah. yeah. Some interesting notes about Jinx in this one. Uh, Jinx can see through the Yordle glamour. 
Yeah. Yeah, right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I don't know if, I mean, who knows what's going to happen. They never revisit it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's just because she's like, she's crazy or just because she's their kindred spirits or whatever. It, mostly mm-hmm. it's just because it's fun. It's more fun to have her just be like, oh, I got everything I need. Fuzzy little thing over there watching me. Check. You know, everything. <laughs> so. I honestly hope that they, they don't. They just take out the glamour thing. I know we thought it, like it could be interesting to work in an arcane somehow, but I, I, no. I think they can keep the persecution <laughs> without including the glamour. The yeah, glamour might look just, a little silly. I just I don't like the idea that Yordles are all like hidden because it seems like everyone knows who they are anyway. And yeah, I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. Also, they're horrifying. <laughs> the glamours are terrifying. The glamours for sure. are horrifying in this comic. <laughs> Yeah. I kind of love them, though. I mean, it... <laughs> I know. I would frame one and not put it in my room because that'll give me nightmares, but somewhere. Maybe in the, the guest, guest room. room. <laughs> Just let people know that they don't want to be Sarah. here. <laughs> uh, so when, when Jinx first sees Ziggs, she assumes that he is her conscience. Yeah. And she doesn't know what to do with him. So she says, so tiny consciences, how should I deal with big conscience? And then the little devil's eggs on her shoulder says, blow him up. Nothing stops this party. And then the angel conscience says, blarg, burf, I eat farts. <laughs> and she says, you both make good points. This will take a lot of soul searching and uh, mama board. Let's blow up my sense of morality. I, I love the mama board line. I want that on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jinx starts firing at Ziggs after that. And then he starts throwing bombs back at that back at her rockets until one of the rockets explodes against one of the bombs and they're both blown back and she responds whew was it good for you too <laughs> yeah she's got a real saucy look on her face too when she asks him yeah <laughs> and uh so she she tries to sell zigs on a night of blowing up shit which she's very down for um and we find out that she, the first place she wants to blow up is kind of like a pastry shop basically and he's like, why there? How dare you? He's like, I've sworn vengeance on the owner because he wouldn't serve me unless I put on a top. And Ziggs was like, why weren't you wearing a top? She's like, because I was about to eat cake. <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards, when she's going to blow up the enforcer headquarters, Ziggs is all like, we're going to let him evacuate first, right? And then Jinx says out loud... Jinx raises her eyebrow. <laughs> Suggestively? <laughs> uh, and she's not super happy about having to evacuate. It's uh, like, I thought you were fun. He's like, I am fun. I just blow up buildings, not people. To which she responds, people are just tiny buildings made out of blood. <laughs> I love that line. That might be my favorite little moment in this whole thing. I don't know. Mm. Uh. Yeah, she's full of them in this one. She has got so many great quotes. Uh, right at the end, too, when Ziggs is trying to stop her from blowing up the building, he does kind of embrace the conscience bit and is like, Jinx, I am your conscience, and I'm telling you, if you kill all these people, you'll never forgive yourself. To which she replies, and I'm telling you, get jinxed, and then blows up the building. Uh, although she does then feel bad afterwards, the <laughs> which is apparently bit. a feeling she was unfamiliar with. She's like, is this what feeling bad feels like yeah for like eight seconds right by her which is yeah. like the longest she's ever felt bad about anything she says yeah because an enforcer stops by and it's like everyone's accounted for i think everyone made it out in time and she's like yay nobody died i didn't have to learn anything 
Yay! <laughs> Which I feel like is what's going to happen with Mel's little plot armor in uh, the end of Arc- <laughs> Arcane, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> and no lessons were learned that day. <laughs> the last bit on this, too, is when when Ziggs yells out to Heimerdinger in the crowd. Obviously, Jinx doesn't know who Heimerdinger is, so after he yells it out, she's like, Spackle slapping! Are we doing nonsense words? <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> It reminded me so much of Elf. Oh, yeah. Very Elf vibes. <laughs> yeah, she has like a more murderous buddy. <laughs> are, we, are we whispering? <laughs> she really is like Buddy. <laughs> I'll never watch Elf the same way Bloody? again. Bloody mur- the murderous Elf? Yeah. 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 Wow, okay. I was no, I no, liked it. Like, no, I'm, all right. Well, fuck all y'all. Would... How about that? <laughs> John. <laughs> I was just thinking because she has that eager elf skin, so it, it does line up very well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Or Ernest Elf, whatever the hell. No, that's Tristana. I can't remember what the hell her uh, her Christmas skin is called. <laughs> Get excited, the elf. Actually, I have it right here. It's I guess ambitious. I could... eh, that was close. Ambitious elf jinx. <laughs> yeah, she's also part of several cinematics. Sure. Mm-hmm. Real quick, I guess before to say, comic is oh, super fun. Uh, it's certainly not canon anymore, but go read it. The art style like perfectly suits the writing. It was ton of mm-hmm. tons of fun to to reread, like because I did go back through it all for this, and it's highly recommend it. You know, until they take it off universe, I'm saying it's canon. <laughs> <laughs> I think it can fit. <laughs> all right, so the first one she's part of is True Genius. Uh, which, you know, great great Legends of Runeterra cinematic. Uh, basically, Heimerdinger's going to announce a new power source, but finds it stolen by Jinx. She leaves a signature grenade behind to taunt them, and his apprentice vows to get it back. Uh, the grenade itself kind of talks to them, and is like, ha, ha, ha. Um, Heimerdinger still doesn't know who stole it. <laughs> like, who did this? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Jinx is pretty notorious and yeah. Piltover. Maybe Heimerdinger is just, like, not involved I mean, it's, in that. kind of lines up <laughs> Just with, like in Arcane, just eyes closed. Yeah, I was going to say, it kind of li- works, honestly. He's just really not in, t- in tune with the latest yeah. goings on. <laughs> uh, so Jinx tries to enhance her weapon with the new power source using duct tape and an oversized wrench she apparently has on her at all times. And then she names this new weapon Mr. Sparkles. But it backfires immediately and falls into Zahn, where Echo picks it up and experiments with it, and then it finds its way back to Heimerdinger at the end. Yeah. We talked about that one a bit with Heimerdinger and Echo. Yeah. 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 I like Jinx's role in that. Wow, they were all so close together, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> with that one. Uh, and obviously, she's also in the Get Jinxed music video, mm-hmm. which is her reveal cinematic. Uh and, you know, while it seems like a lot of the events in the cinematic are taking place in her head, there are also, you know, the ones that we talked about, like with the menagerie that we know actually happened. So, yeah, um, I'm sure it's not a all a dream. Of, yeah. What I was curious about was, so all the robots in the cinematic, I'm curious if they're actually robots or if they're people. Mm. And that's just how she sees humans now mm. to protect herself from the repercussions of her own actions. The deep fucking lore. <laughs> yeah, damn. I like it. I was just like, um, so heartbroken to see the little monkey. <laughs> yeah, man. Arcane. Mm. Oh, man, what a hell of a, a thing to like pull like back into being a serious 
image i guess you know because yeah. it's not like a yeah because that doesn't show up like in her gameplay or in her like like in game or in league really at all right that's only ever been associated right. through that or you know that one card she's gotten license for Terra pretty much and that's that's about it so yeah yeah and i think this is this was you know we get to see her talking to pow pow and this one of the lyrics uh Let's blow this city to ashes and see what Pow Pow thinks. It's such pathetic neatness, but not for long, because you'll get jinxed. I remember the first time I heard this, I thought she was saying, and see what Pa Pa thinks, and I thought her dad was a really important part yeah. of <laughs> I remember thinking that <laughs> exactly. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Pow Pow is Pa Pa. <laughs> Just the fact that you call it Pa Pa. Dude. Um, this song was composed by Christian Link, who you might remember as being the executive producer <laughs> and writer for Arcane. Uh, if you pause it at 143, you'll see Nerf Heimerdinger what? written on the wall, along with League of Jinx. <laughs> who has ever needed a Heimerdinger nerf? Was he OP at some point? I, I sad I wasn't there for those days if he was. I remember being really... I don't ever remember him being OP. Frustrating. I remember him being used in a lot of push comps. Anti-fun. I do maybe. remember that. Like season Aww. one. I remember, I think there was a time when you could put the turrets in such a way that it would block the mid lane minions from getting out of the base. So like if you did that for about five or six minutes or however long, like you couldn't do it in a real game, but if you fucked around, it would cut like you would get this massive wave of minions <laughs> that would just destroy the base. But... Oh my God. That's funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that that's all I had for this one. Yeah. Uh, she's also, again, tied to Academy in the enemy music video, which, for the record, this music video was the ultimate bait and switch because we all thought that we were getting clips taken directly from the from the TV show, and we were like, <laughs> oh man, I can't believe they're they're not really spoiling anything, but it's weird that we're getting to see clips early. I don't know if I like uh, that. I and almost... then they were all. Fake fucking clips. They just animated brand new shit for this music video. I almost didn't watch it because I almost like turned it off halfway through, and I was like, "Wait, I just like I don't want these spoilers." Yeah, <laughs> it's wild. It, it really is. Uh, it's very impressive. Well done. Yeah, uh, it does give us a good view of everyone's personalities through Arcane. Like we get to see Powder looking up to Vi a lot, Milo leaving her behind, Vi teaching the younger ones how to fight animosity towards the enforcers brutality of the undercity we even kind of get the sneak preview of Pi vi punching powder and, and getting arrested though told in a, a very very different way can we get a pie vi skin though <laughs> pie, pie punching vowder <laughs> now That's... tell me what vowder looks like john i'm gonna need the artists to, to, to figure that one out that? <laughs> I imagine, all right, in my head, it's like two bowls yeah, of yeah. chowder getting married, oh. and they're like exchanging vows. That's one's got like the that was veil a real, on. Wow. Got, that was a real New England answer. <laughs> I picked up some chowder. <laughs> they're committing themselves you, you to have, each other. Can't have a wedding without chowder. Can't have pie without chowder, you know. <laughs> pie and chowder. Mm. as American as apple vi. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I like the swapping in this music video between Powder and Jinx throughout. There's like a lot of different points where 
you know, it'll be of powder, but she'll just kind of like turn into Jinx for like a split second or like you'll see them in screen together. And I thought those were like really powerful. That was really cool. Yeah. Powderful. Powderful. <laughs> 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 or chowderful. Whatever. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you're, feeling... <laughs> you're always feeling chowderful. <laughs> God. Uh... No, I agree What's with you. What's your favorite kind of chowder? <laughs> Oh, man. You know, despite being from New England, fucking hate clam hate chowder. Hate clam chowder. No Gross. good. I like it. Yeah. Don't like it. Yeah. No. We're not fish people. That's fair. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> not like Nami. <laughs> not like that guy, hey, wait, wait. the uh, fish guy in the music video, Jericho or whatever his name is. Hey. Oh, shit. <laughs> the fish <Hey>. monger. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're swinging it back around. Hey. <laughs> we got to get back on track somehow. Uh, <laughs> uh, this song, like the show remake of this song... As is, I think like it's kind of a like a just a better version I, of this song. Yeah, I do like the opening theme mm-hmm. better than like the song itself. It is missing the sweet JID breakdown in the middle, which you know if yeah. you've only heard the show theme, like JID does this like super percussive syncopated like polyrhythm rap breakdown in the middle. Said a lot of words there. Uh, <laughs> I know what some cool. of those those suffixes <laughs> prefixes <Rap>. mean. <laughs> you hear uh yeah like you hear a lot of rappers talking about like finding the pocket and i think like when you when you hear a lot of the um i guess critiques of like soyun from from g idol one of the things that people praise about her so much is that she like finds the pocket no matter how weird the fucking rhythm she's rapping over is and i feel like jid in this just like finds the pocket and then it's like okay i'm gonna build my own pocket now feel free to drop out if you can't hang and that's why the music drops out yeah i I know exactly what you mean. Sure. And if you're curious for a more in-depth breakdown, if you look up uh, the YouTuber Knox Hill, he does a really good breakdown of this whole rap segment in the middle, and it's very good because he obviously knows way more about rap than I do. Sure. <laughs> uh, last thing, this whole song is two chords. If you learn how to play a G and an F sharp, you can now play Envy. <laughs> I can play one of those. I'm halfway there. <laughs> I think you can play the other one. Oh, she is also in You Really Got Me, which it's is the Wild Drift cinematic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is a very fun cinematic. Uh, this is basically Jinx just going around recruiting people to fight with her in Wild Drift. It's got a sweet soundtrack. It's got You Really Got Me now and some, <laughs> you know... Does it? The, the music video named after the song, <laughs> oddly enough. Uh, and it, you get like a great Jinx chaotic energy in this video. Uh, we actually don't see her fight much. Most of the fighting is centered on everyone else in the music video. Jinx is mostly the recruitment. We just see her like shooting in like a huge circle around herself with a minigun at the end, much like she does in Arcane all the time. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I remember it felt so weird to hear like such a famous song in a League of Legends yeah, <laughs> video. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. These were the before times, right. before Sting was writing music for our game. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he was working on it by then. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. All right, here's John Stretch. Okay. Well, I mean, we've got He's going to pull a muscle in a second. <laughs> so she might be <laughs> in the seconds video. Uh, I won't say this is confirmed because it's not, but there is not on Echo's uh, mural, but to the left and right of it, there is a blue-haired girl and a pink-haired girl. So maybe, maybe that's her. I didn't it's, see the pink. Can I see it again, honey? You have it paused right there. 
Who's the pink? That is not. I'm trying. That is not pink. I can't see pink. They're hair both. At all. Uh, they're both. So, if you've seen his mural, he gets pretty good at drawing. For the mural, that talent not. is not as reflected <laughs> in these other pictures. So it is kind of hard to tell who anyone is. Uh, the Jinx one does. The one on the left does look like Jinx. The one on the huh. right looks like he tried to paint Jinx, and then he was like, "Oh, this isn't good." So then he tried again. <laughs> I'm gonna have to put this on the Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find something to reflect what it is you're talking John, about. Give him the no, it's, uh, uh, 20, 23 seconds. Three seconds. It, oh, I, seconds of that. I'll just look at the Twitter. <laughs> I'll, make, okay. I'll cast my judgments there. It seems like a lot of work. <laughs> In like a week. Uh. uh, uh now she's also in Ignite, which when I saw that she was in this, you know, I did the thing I always do now when I watch Ignite, where I skip to the very end where they have that scene yeah. of the girl's room, and that's mm-hmm. where she is. Yeah, uh, she's got a bunch of Jinx posters on her wall, and she's got a Jinx pop cap in her room. What if she had like an arcane uh, like poster or some shit? Wouldn't that be fucking wild? Oh, oh that'd be wild. That would have been cool. Uh-uh. Sorry, uh, our cat's playing with a toy. You might hear that in the background right now. I'm not going to ruin his fun, though. So. Uh, also, in the Giants music video, there's a ton of Jinx graffiti just kind of around the city. Uh, in the Rise music video, Fishbones is on the ground right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. In the Warriors music, music video, Jinx is in Champion Select at the beginning, and you've got the Jinx monkey on the dude's desk at the beginning. And then once that she's actually in uh, Just One More Time, which is, uh, <laughs> it was described, every League of Legends player knows what it's like to chase the next win. So this music video was inspired by the true story of the five North American League of Legends players with the longest losing streak in one city. Oh, talking about those? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey we are We are in this. Mu- <laughs> Uh, but the ADC in this music video plays Jinx a lot, and it's kind of animated, so you can see like you know their their champions they're playing. Uh, she's also in Spooky Jinx. Sometimes your worst nightmare has a nightmare. Just ask KP. Oh, I forgot. This now this is, is uh, this follows streamer KP as she and it's the most unrealistic cinematic yet. It it has Jinx one v one in a cane and winning. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe if KP was playing her, though, I'm literally wearing a KP hoodie right now, she by is. the way. <laughs> so I, didn't, I, I had uh. forgotten about this video. But yeah, Riot made a few uh, videos dedicated to streamers. They're pretty short. They're, um, yeah, they're all within like a minute or two. Yeah, but they're I like how they, they picked streamers who were like pretty well known, but not like they didn't have to be like the top five most viewed streamers. You know, the ones who already get tens of thousands of viewers. Yeah, yeah like the streamers who aren't also pro players. Yes. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or Tyler One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then the last one is Unstoppable, which is inspired by the true story of Double Lift, Team Liquid AD Carry, and five-time North American LCS champion. And this one, again, has Jinx 1v1ing a Yasuo, <laughs> not buying it. <laughs> But then it also has, like we mentioned the other time, Lucian dashing into Victor and getting one shot, which was great. (laughs) Classic double lift (laughs) moments. (laughs) So mean. I had no idea about this just one more video, I don't think. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen it. I didn't realize. It has them keep losing, and then everyone in the room just holds up their finger like, one more, and then they keep playing and losing some more. (laughs) It really is just us. I didn't realize it was based on... a group of people who actually had the longest like five person lose streak how do you know how right? long it was i'll have to go I look don't. it up i'll have to look that up that's nuts that's really funny 
Um, yeah. And we've got some, uh, let's see, in terms of other appearances in comics, too, she's in the Fireside Frightener, which we talked about a little bit, uh, where Darius, Draven, Jinx, Vi, Tristana, and Lucian all sync mm-hmm. up to tell scary stories around a campfire. And this is the, you know, Are You Afraid of the Dark, essentially, parody. <laughs> um, I can't believe this. Midnight the Club. <laughs> <laughs> and it's nowhere, like, on the universe page. Like, it's not in anyone's, like, champion stuff. Yeah. Right. Because it's, you know... It's it's uh, an AU basically, or it was like mm, a yeah. it was one of those sanctioned content creator type things. Mm. But it's basically just Darius telling the tale of a battle between Karthus and Fiddlesticks before Jinx interrupts with a then unicorn rainbows erupt from the ground, shaking off the dirt. They charge into battle uh, to make the story more interesting. But she gets shushed. But then she starts hearing noises around the camp. Everyone tells her to cut the BS because she, you know, they just think that she's messing with them. Uh, but then Lucian hears it too, and then right before the conclusion of the story where we find out who won the fight, Surprise Party Fiddlesticks pops out and interrupts the party. Hmm. Uh, and finally, and most importantly, John. in the Harmonies comic, Seraphine has a Star Guardian poster on her wall with Jinx on it. <laughs> <laughs> so does anyone have any favorite Jinx uh, quotes? Um, I think the one I gave is one that I I like a lot. The smile is called gunplay. Yeah, yeah. She made me laugh like the first time that I like played her and I heard all her quotes. I like her belts one. Oh yeah, very like Final Fantasy. What? Yeah, I'm wearing lots of belts <laughs> for, for no, no reason. reason at all. <laughs> I like that her laugh continues. Just you don't have to like re spam the laugh. It will yeah. just play. That was fun. Uh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good touch. Uh, she has a special quote when she survives a Caitlyn alt. Oh, neat. She's like, that really hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I feel like her Star Guardian, she actually, I mean, she's got, she has uh, a lot of quotes, but not compared to a lot of like the new champion. She was, she was coming in right at the threshold of them starting to add a bunch of quotes to champion. So she's kind of like in the middle. She doesn't yeah. have just a few. She doesn't have nearly as many as the new champions do but her star guardian skin does actually have a lot of those quotes i never play that skin um, maybe i should start playing it uh, me neither because she's got so many good ones yeah yeah uh so let's see <laughs> so what's your favorite part about being a star guardian and then her little pet squeaks she's like now now shiro first star doesn't like the word slaughter <laughs> <laughs> and then when, when you start the match with her she's like slogan catchphrase tagline (laughs) Uh, she also has quotes two specific AUs so if you taunt like someone from the mecha AU like I'm a mech I am programmed to lose (laughs) and project like project ha more like reject (laughs) (laughs) that's neat Uh, which is which is ironic because I'm pretty sure she actually has a reject skin in the project line. <laughs> nice. Uh, um, and then to avoid born, uh, ugh, is everything in the void this ugly? Um, and then she has a few things. So other people have quotes towards her that are interesting. Yeah, we've talked about um, the Echo one before and the fiddle six one we we were i wish i should go back and listen to our fiddle six episode because he says all your fall all your fall and we were speculating on like we may have even mentioned is that going to be 
mm. something in the show, maybe? Sure or we did we know about Arcane yet? Interesting. I don't think we didn't know specifics about no. it, but we, we knew that it was coming. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's the Swain one, too, which is even more specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, faces fading in the flames. It was all her fault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, and then obviously the Warwick one, you were there and let me forget, mm-hmm. which, you know, you know. You know. We've got our theories about war. <laughs> um, and then there is that, that quote that Vi has towards her. Uh, just kidding. Vi has no quotes <laughs> towards Jinx. Vi came out before Jinx came out and never got any additional quotes uh, when Jinx came out. So there's not a single quote from Vi towards Jinx. Mm. Oh, I also do like when Jinx sings Vi's song. She's such a loser. Always ready to cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The um, right, are we gonna dive into AUs in a second? I'm sorry, Mark. Oh no, I was just gonna say the 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 voice actress Sarah Ann Williams does a really good job with her. Um, yeah, I think like yeah, she was a great. I mean, you, you can tell definitely that there was a lot of inspiration from her original voice acting in in current Jinx and. She she gave uh she gave a lot of really great base to build on. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thumbs up. <laughs> All, right. All right. Y'all ready for some AUs? Launch me in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First we got Crime City Nightmare. In a city where drink is cheap and life is cheaper, eldritch horrors lurk in the shadows, preying upon mankind's greed and envy. Backroom black markets have given rise to elixirs, a valuable magical export whose production spells money and influence should any gang find a way to corner the market. Vying for control with the help of twisted, unearthly terrors, enforcers, mob bosses, and cronies alike invite unknowable corruption in for a chance at true power. So this used to have a different name, yes? Yes, it did. Okay. This used to was well, it just like gangster. It, it didn't it actually called? have a different name specifically. I'm pretty sure it was still Crime City, but it used to just be a 19. They did rename a bunch of the champions. Um, it used to be a 1920s like New York style criminal underworld type of yeah. universe because yeah. you could see Misfortune in here, and that didn't used to be called. It used to be Crime Mafia City. Misfortune, Mafia yeah. Misfortune, and right. they used to be Mafia Graves. They yes. renamed both of those uh, for sensitivity reasons. Yes. Um, <clears throat> And this was all part of the 2020 rework this year uh, of the whole Crime City AU. So, yeah, all of this Eldritch stuff, brand new. (laughs) Um, So this one is Crime City Jinx, known by state police as La Principessa. Jinx is an unhinged hit woman with loose ties to the Graves crime family. Sent into rival businesses as as a figurative time bomb, the slightest defense will trigger one of her jubilant rampages with body counts as high as the ceiling. I was just going to say, have they done anything to, like, this skin and, like, the the Graves skin to kind of incorporate the nightmare eldritch part of it? Or is that just, like, have they just kind of grandfathered them in? I think they got grandfathered okay. in. I yeah. don't remember seeing anything <laughs> that that was specific to that. Yeah, because even what you just said, like, doesn't like that's just like you said, just nineteen twenties, you know, gangster stuff, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. It's also part of Lunar Revel, which is set around the mythos and festivals of Ionia's Lunar Revel and real world Asian Lunar New Year. And all of the champion skins were inspired by these regions' cultures. And this encompasses 
the general Lunar Revel skin line, Firecracker, Mecha Kingdoms, and Warring Kingdoms. And this one is Firecracker Jinx. Never one to turn down an imaginary challenge, Jinx has constructed a number of Lunar Revel weapons, including a seven-foot-long rocket shaped like an angry dragon. She'll tell you it's a fun firecracker for parties. It's not. <laughs> Damn, some feel long. Shit. I guess she's writing it in the splash, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is, yeah. Uh, All right, now the longest one, maybe? Uh, one of the two longest ones, for sure. <laughs> oh, God. This one does have the most, like, supporting material. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, this one's Star Guardian. In a vast and dark universe, young warriors are chosen by fate to protect the light of the stars. They're destined to burn bright, but collapse as furiously as they shine. This follows the stories of high school students becoming protectors to battle cosmic enemies threatening the universe. It, I mean, it's Sailor Moon. It's Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 100%. Uh, and this one is Star Guardian Jinx. Much to the annoyance of her team, Jinx is an impulsive and sometimes cynical Star Guardian who loves a good glittery explosion. However, when the fighting starts, Jinx will throw herself into the battle to protect others, especially her childhood friend Lux. I definitely got a little bit more than childhood friend vibes reading all these stories. Yeah, mm-hmm. we talked about that with, um, God, we talked about this AU quite a bit. Yeah. Probably Jana was the last time. No. Ezreal, maybe? Oh, yeah. We talked about a lot with Ezreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a lot you're of right. jealousy between Ezreal for mm-hmm. sure. And Ari. I think we got really into it with Ari mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't think we talked about it much with Jana, actually. I like this because it's we talk a lot about AUs keeping a personality but maybe changing sides. And I like that Jinx is like a good character in this yeah. while still being Jinx. I yeah. really like it. Yeah, that's fun. It's more fun than just mm-hmm. she's crazy Jinx, but you know, mobster. Somewhere else. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the uh, all of the Star Guardians, I didn't realize this previously. This is kind of the first me realized this. All of the Star Guardians have like their own bio in addition to the the skin bio, where we learn that Jinx's blood type is B, and her hobby is racing, <laughs> and favorite food is curry, like random shit, um, and like <laughs> it's like a pop like dream magazine. Yeah. It very much looks like that. <laughs> Uh, we also find like a little bit more about her her background here. Um, she doesn't really care about the whole first star and the duty and all that. She's basically just can't <laughs> <He said duty. laughs> it's, so, it's so funny because Rebecca like leans out and then like I start leaning in. It's like she's gonna talk about duty. <laughs> of course I am. I put down my drink to get there. <laughs> I didn't want to disappoint my husband. He would have been so disappointed That's if I didn't. True. You never let me down, honey. (laughs) Uh, So we find out that she she just kind of likes having the power so that, you know, she can kind of serve her own interests. And she's not super interested in, you know, the the whole first star and protecting the universe. But she is very much cares about protecting her friends. So that's kind of what why she sticks in here. That's cute. Yeah. Um, And then. Yeah, uh, Kuro and Shiro are her weapons in this one, who also, like, are, you know, the Star Guardian universe, everyone kind of has, like, pets that stay with them, and her pets are also just her weapons in this one. Um, yeah, Kuro is ferocious and adores all things colorful, explosive, and glittery. Shiro's blank expression macks a truly disturbed soul. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Jinx recalls only ever seeing Shiro's strange grin in the aftermath of one particularly savage fight. 
I know that an anime of this would just be Sailor Moon, and that might be why I want it so bad, because <laughs> I loved Sailor Moon. <laughs> uh, but this has uh, a bunch of associated short stories. Um, yeah. You got new stars, where we just learn about what it means to be a star guardian, and how the first star gave light to the universe, and all that stuff. Um, and let's see... Yeah, it's pretty much just it. We did learn in that one that the Star Guardians aren't necessarily from this planet a lot of the time. Uh, they have to familiarize themselves with the customs and rituals of planets in order to blend in with their inhabitants. Um, so that's interesting. Um, she's also part of Starfall, which is where Lux and her team of Star Guardians, uh, including Jinx, go on a team-building retreat where they meet Ari and her team of Star Guardians, although neither realize that the others are Star Guardians at the time. <laughs> And then the camp's attacked, and the two teams have to fight together to defeat it. Uh, and then she's part of Slumber Party, where Lux kind of plans a mandatory Star Guardian meeting, and then Lulu didn't realize that she meant her team, so she invites Ari's team, too. So they show up and have a slumber party. Uh, Jinx shows up late, because that's just how she do. <laughs> she's too cool she's to be on time. Way too cool. Uh, things are tense, but finally they lighten up and become friends, and... This, this story kind of has the specific romantic tension that I was reading into here between Jinx and Lux and jealousy at Ezreal there. Uh, we also find out that Jinx's nicknames for her group are Luxie Poo, Wind Chimes, and Shortstop. And Loops, sometimes. Who is Shortstop? Uh, that is uh, Poppy. Oh, oh, yeah. I forgot Poppy had a Star Guardian. Yeah. I was not even imagining Poppy being there. <laughs> huh. I think Loops is Lulu. Yeah, I was going to say Lulu. Then but who's then, Wind yeah. Chime? Jana. Oh, Jana. Jana. Yeah. Loops. <laughs> <laughs> and the last short story is the Twilight Star, where the Star Guardians are playing at a playground where they're attacked by Zoe. She attacks with bubbles. Jinx almost gets hit, but Lux shields her. And then Jana blows the bubbles away because they're bubbles <laughs> and she's wind. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's a mist. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, you can't blow away mist God. with wind. What are you crazy? Uh, gotta shit on the ruination. Gotta get one in, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, they managed to fight Zoe back though and succeed. Um, and then she's also in the the music video that they put out for the Star Guardian cinematic two, where they're all fighting Baron, and then Jinx comes and saves the day at the last minute. Yeah, she's kind of integral in that one. Now that I think yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, they were getting they were gonna get wiped. <laughs> now yeah, wow, I didn't realize Odyssey had such a lush story behind yeah, it. Yeah, so Odyssey's the next one she's a part of. I like this one. Oh yeah. Uh the Great Democian Empire has laid claim to almost every inhabited system, ignoring the objections of the ancient Templar Order and the criminal syndicate alike, in pursuit of the wondrous bounty of Aura. This mysterious golden essence, drawn from the vast, majestic creatures that patrol the stars, is the lifeblood of all civilizations, but also promises untold power to those who can wield it for themselves. And this one is Odyssey Jinx. Adept at building and or destroying, but mostly destroying, a variety of haphazard, highly unstable weaponry for the Morningstar crew, Jinx also serves as the ship's pilot. Her previous job as a mining explosives technician resulted in a lot of collateral damage and a thoroughly justified dismissal. And this is the second AU where every member gets their own bio sheet. <laughs> oh. Where we find out that Jinx's blood type in this AU is excitable. 
That's what I'm going to say my blood <laughs> is from now. Whenever a doctor asks, oh, it's excitable. Uh, her hobbies include brushes with certain death. Her best buddy is Malphite. Aww. And her weird secret crush is Ordinal Kane. I know, right? <laughs> it's how she wrote that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so we basically, uh, it's unsure why Yasuo hired her. Uh, there are rumors that there's rumors of a 48-hour-long bender in the formerly undestroyed spinward quadrant of the Ludum Nebula, and the two have been staunch allies ever since. Mm. 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 She enjoys crash landing on hostile words, on hostile worlds, <laughs> and, <words>. and uh, <laughs> accidentally <laughs> obliterating moons with the Morning Star's main cannon. Mm. And she's definitely not obsessed with Ordinal Kane, who is actively attempting to kill the entire crew. You know, some, we all have, like, crushes that we're, like, a little ashamed of, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she considers Malphite her best friend in the universe, mostly because she got him fired, but also because he can punch things really, really hard. <laughs> and maybe that reminds her of Vi. Aww. <laughs> uh, but there's also a cinematic for this. Oh, called Welcome what? Aboard. I think you've seen this one. I have? Surely. Yeah, this is Jinx's recruitment pitch to get Sona excited to join the crew of the Morning Star, which the whole thing is taped over a video of Malphite's birthday party. Yeah. This does not sound familiar oh, at all really? to me. Oh. Yeah. We see uh, Malphite building a model ship in a bottle, but accidentally messes up and crushes the table instead. Oh. We see Yasuo reading a saucy book, Ooh. <laughs> which is The Storm and the Saber, which has a picture of Rogue Admiral Garen and Bilgewater Katarina on the cover. <laughs> oh. uh, and the group all the group also sings karaoke, and you can see in the background there's a Star Guardian kind of background to the song they're singing. So they're probably singing some, some Star Guardian music. So is this kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, 100%. Yes. Of the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second. I was like, am I reaching? But the more you talk. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I would watch this one too. Yeah, this, this would be, be fun. Yeah. yeah, and they're also being hunted by Kane the whole time, mm. who Jinx thinks is super cool. You know, ah, uh, also part of Project. I think this is the only Project skin that I like. I actually don't really like the Project skins; they're just not my aesthetic. Mm. You know, they're fine, but they're not really for me. But I like this one. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And this one is the perfect fusion of one's supernatural essence with advanced weaponry and body augmentation. The linking of technology and energy allows extraordinary hosts to channel their essence into physical manifestations and, in rare cases, transcend the corporeal plane. Only subjects possessing extremely focused inner essence and exceptional physical attributes can unlock the true power of Project. Among the megastructures and packed streets of a future controlled by global corporations, a shadow war rages between rebellious augmented humans and newly empowered artificial beings. The winners will shape the course of history, and the losers will be forced to evolve. So this one is separated into central, genetic, uh, command line, and outsiders, which are mostly failed project conversions, and Jinx is an outsider. Now this one is Project Jinx. Uh, Jinx volunteered for Project Conversion, never expecting that a critical power failure would scramble her memory core, leaving her a psychopath driven by the manic voices in her head. Seemingly obsessed with destruction for its own sake, she's begun to show signs of something far more sinister than mere memory fragmentation, the cold, calculating influence of program. And it is implied in this AU that Jinx is slowly being 
taken over and controlled by Program Lissandra. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, and there is a short cinematic for this one called Outsiders, where we see all the Outsiders having just destroyed a bunch of Project Robots standing outside the Project Headquarters, presumably looking for revenge. Hmm. I don't remember that one. Yeah, check that one out. It was pretty short. Yeah. It was, it was you know, unspectacular. Because <laughs> there, there was there was a few pretty cool project cinematics. Yeah, this yeah. One, uh, yeah. This one seemed more teasery than you know the the badass Zed Lucian fight. Mm, yeah. Uh now she's part of Zombies vs Slayers. <laughs> this with... one came out of nowhere. I felt like <laughs> I yeah. always forget about this one. Yeah. And this one was Zombie Slayer Jinx. When a mutagenic virus turned the world into an undead purgatory, no one was more excited than Jinx. No laws, no civilization, not even a thin veneer of polite society had survived. Just a numberless horde of slime-vomiting bullet sponges and all the ammo she can forage. It's paradise. (laughs) (laughs) Very Left 4 Dead. It is very Left 4 Dead. Mm -hmm. I think a bunch of skins of now since been kind of thrown into this yeah. AU that weren't part of it. Oh, really? Like Brand, I like, you assume. Know, like Zombie Rise and Zombie yeah. Brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got Snowdown Showdown, which is, you know, just uh, their their holiday skin line. Uh, and this one is Ambitious Elf Jinx, a master toy maker and inventor. Jinx believes she could one day become the greatest Santa anyone has ever seen. Other elves worry her creations could be classified as weapons, but sometimes that's the price of true ambition. <laughs> and this one has that short cinematic "Be Your Own Santa," where Santa's missing and they're looking for a replacement. Oh right! Yeah. And Jinx applies, but she's too naughty. <laughs> in the background of this, if you zoom in, there's a bunch of uh, there's a shelf full of the little monkeys. Oh, yeah. symbol monkeys. And the last thing she's a part of is Heartbreakers. Set in a world where romance dominates each of the <laughs> Romance? Ch- I, I wrote romantice, which oh. surely was wrong. <laughs> romantice. Each of the champions wears romantically themed attire. And this is Heartseeker Jinx. Love is a battlefield, and Jinx comes prepared. Armed with her beloved companion Fishbones, she's ready to break hearts and bones but if she likes you enough she's prepared to play nice maybe probably not (laughs) cute yeah it's funny to me that one always makes me giggle because it's funny to me that they were like yeah well in a world where there's factions of you know heartbreakers and things like that it's just it's just fun i don't know makes me laugh yeah i like how the description was champions wear romantic clothes yeah they gave up they gave up on that one they didn't give a shit <laughs> alright y'all ready for some fun facts that I forgot to write down uh, yeah yes. do, you, do you get them off in the wiki no not all oh of them. okay but a lot of them okay ahem <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Her dance is a reference to Jake's dance from Adventure Time. Yeah, I knew that one. I knew that one. one. <laughs> mm, I didn't know that one. I usually never I've get never the... seen Adventure Time. Yeah, I don't normally get the dance references. Mm-hmm. Uh, to your point, Mark, with her automatically looping laugh, is the only. It was the first one to actually do that. Oh man, do they all do that now, yeah. or is it? 
Like, I don't how many do that think still? they all do that. Interesting. That's a good question. Huh. Hmm. Uh, Jinx is the only champion to have all her ability names and then an exclamation mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And I'm sure you guys have run into this before. If there's a Vi and Caitlyn on opposing teams, there will be a Catch Me If You Can cosmetic uh, debuff on the screen. Mm-hmm. I love these. I wish they would do this more, these little things. They're a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. They like had a point where they was that was like Rengar Kha'Zix the first one the I hunt feel is like, on. like yes that. and then they did this although that one was like I, I, at the time at least was very much not cosmetic yeah that one's actually gameplay oh yeah but I yes. like since too. become cosmetic <sighs> but yeah. like back in the day uh, if if you were Kha'Zix and you got the first kill on the Rengar um, you know how. Kazix gets three evolutions with each level of his alt. You'd get your fourth evolution, so you wouldn't have to choose an ability. You'd just get evolved all four of them. Yeah. And if Rengar uh, got Kazix, I think he would get um, an automatically fully stacked bone tooth necklace. Something like right? that. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. I wish. Yeah. I don't know. I just like it a lot. Maybe maybe not something so impactful, but at least like a nice like yeah. visual something or other would be a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wait with bated breath. <laughs> uh, he's like skipping through the, fa- the facts mm. to see what he likes. Jinx is voiced by Sarah Ann Williams. Yeah, in Mark League of Legends and Legends of Runeterra. Oh, okay. Um, but Ella Purnell in Arcane. And Young Jinx is voiced by Mia Sinclair Janess. Mm. Good jobs all around. Um, yeah. The, the Japanese voice actor actually plays her in arcane too oh that's neat, neat. yeah um sumir uesaka that's cool john didn't do any whistling for her. <laughs> we don't have any of those i didn't do any whistling you could just lie and just so say sorry. you did <laughs> <laughs> there were nine hours of jinx um, whistling that got deleted <laughs> uh the jinx's background the background in her splash art is the same background in my splash art except all exploded yeah that's actually cool I've, I've, is it supposed to be that it, this is the ecliptic vaults from the bio like this is the actual location oh that can i could see that yeah, yeah. Hmm. all right i think i think you're out of facts honey. <laughs> you can cut around the silence right <laughs> i'm leaving in all Leave of it. the long period don't <laughs> And people want us to record these and have videos. This is the gold you'd be getting. You know, <laughs> to be fair, I usually have I was gonna all my say, this is, written you do. down. You do. This is not part yeah. of the course. I didn't realize until just now that I didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, well, you'll have to look up your own fun fact. <laughs> I'm feeling rushed now. <laughs> Sorry, no, you're fine. I just kind of have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> No fun facts for you, ladies and gents. <laughs> Rebecca's got a pee. Yeah, cut all of them out. Anything you said, just cut it all out. It's been almost an hour and a half. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. All right. I think that's Jinx. Do we have any final thoughts? For me, there was really nothing surprising here. Yeah. Um, I feel like even if you didn't, if you just play Jinx, you really get a handle of who she is and her personality. Yeah. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. uh, you know it. It they didn't drop the ball in that really strong character voice, and it carried through in her flavor story. And that's most of the time 
what we need and want and maybe we would feel differently if we didn't have arcane like maybe we would feel like we yeah. want more but with so much yeah. with arcane it feels very like yeah i'm, I'm satiated i don't i'm not like mm-hmm. lacking yeah <laughs> we just need a full-ass television right? show for all the chance. <laughs> get on it right <laughs> at least the good ones yeah. yeah although i mean i still want more victor yeah that's true <laughs> that's true so we haven't gotten to like who yeah. we know as Victor yet, you know? Mm. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, All right, I think that's it for Jinx, and we're done with the Jays now. That's it. We're about to start our string of, what, 13K champions, I think? The gauntlet. Yeah, there's more K champions than any other letter. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Fun facts. Yeah, that, that could be your... <laughs> You're fun back. But thank you for listening to Jinx. Uh, we are on Twitter at Loreheads, and we have a Discord now. It'll be linked in the description. And we post these on YouTube if you ever want to chat in the comments there. And join us next week because we'll be talking about Daughter of the Void, Kaisa. <laughs> <laughs>